BHP Faithful. What up, new listeners? How are you? It's Chris Billiardi, host of the Big Hill Podcast that's presented to you by Life Takes. Sitting here with my co-host, Brandon Hill. What's up, Brandon? Not much, man. Just happy to be at, back on the mics. It's been been quite some time. It has been a while. We had to, we had to dust, some, uh, dust the mics off a little bit, but it's NFL Draft Week, one of our favorite weeks of the year. Obviously, a couple years ago, Brandon and I went to the NFL Draft in Nashville in 2019, and probably the funniest moment in BHP history. If, for the listeners that haven't heard, we were in Nashville, and we're there for the second round. We're right in the mix, right? We're probably... We're probably fifty feet from the stage. What do you think? Oh yeah, dude, we were we were definitely close, right up in the mix. Like, yeah, we, we were in the thick of things. We're right in the mix, and we have our portable mic out. We were gonna do a live reaction. Herman Moore gets up there with the thirty seventh pick, the Detroit Lions select, and we all love this guy, out of Hawaii, linebacker Jelani Tavai. Instantly, I just go who, and it all just picked <laughs> up absolutely perfect. It was so funny and. All around a good weekend. Like if if you get an opportunity to go to a draft, I think uh, I think you should. What do you think, Brandon? Oh yeah, it was it was. I mean, like you said, that was probably the funniest moment of BHP, and it's it's probably the highlight of BHP. It's, like, it's definitely the highlight. Like of that BHP. is that is by far the funnest thing we've done on this podcast. And oh, I, yeah. I mean, it was it was one of the funnest weekends I've had in in my life. I'd say yeah, it, like, was it was a, it was a great weekend. Nashville's just a good town, and the draft is was just electric. Yeah, you walk around and you actually see some people that you recognize from like the TV shows and stuff like that. We we would see them in um in Nashville. We saw some people, but when I was in Philly, I went to the Philly draft in 2017, and I remember we were in the stage room, and I was going to take a leak, and I turn around, and I'm standing face to face with Charlie Casserly. So I talk with Charlie, and yeah. you know I get a picture with him or whatever, and then I actually met from NFL Network um, Jennifer Wolf. The blonde, I believe her name is Jennifer Wolf. Yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right. Maybe yeah. it's like Kristen Wolf. I'm just positive her last name is Wolf. <laughs> but I met her. She was really cool. I met adult film star Colleen Wolf. Actually, Colleen Wolf. There we go. Colleen was nice, and then I met a list celebrity Lisa Ann. She interviewed <laughs> me for a radio show. You met. Uh, you said you met Maurice Jones Drew too, didn't and you? And Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah. Yes, I met Maurice Jones Drew also. But yeah, basically the drafts in Cleveland this year. You know, wherever you're at, if you get the opportunity, you should check it out. Maybe maybe not go out of your way. It's not the sweetest event on the planet, but it's worth checking out if it's in your area. And uh, we're gonna talk about this year's draft. What do you think about starting with say, I don't know, the first round? Yeah, of course. Right, that's, we'll I mean, that's the prime attraction. All right. So I was talking. What I mean by that, like the tip of the first round. So we'll yeah. start. Trevor Lawrence, see the Jag, right? Trevor, I think Trevor Lawrence is the only guaranteed pick in this whole draft. I would argue Wilson also, but Trevor I, is a Jag. I think sure. Wilson's a high. I would put Wilson at like a ninety-five percent. Yeah, I, I think I think Trevor Lawrence is like that's the guarantee, and then the Jets are taking a quarterback. If it's not Wilson, it could be someone else, but I'll, I'll I could see your argument of going one two or set in stone. Yeah, I haven't seen a mock without that in probably a month. Okay, yeah, and, and that, that's yeah, that's that's debatable. I, I I can live with that. So obviously, Niners they got to go QB. You would think um, a lot of people say Mac Jones, but Kyle Shanahan was smiling at Justin Fields the other day because he would do something else. Yeah, it's just I don't. I think that's funny that people thought that was such a big deal. What, like like always, Kyle Shanahan was going to go up and be like a dick to him. Yeah, people always put too much stock into things like that. Like you said, what is he going to come up and like frown at the man and yeah. give him the cold shoulder? Yeah, go up and be like, hey, Justin, yeah, I came out to see and do my due, due, due diligence on you. 
but I think you I, suck. I, I, like, yeah, I hope you fail. I hope you then, look and, awful and in this Justin, workout. it's like, that's a job interview for him. What is he going to be like? Hey, fuck you, coach. Like, no, he's <laughs> going to be like, oh, coach, thanks, man. I would want to be a 49er if I were him. That'd be a great place to live. I think, I think whatever quarterback goes there is in the best spot. Oh yeah. I mean, they are. They would sit. They could arguably have the best career out of these guys. Oh yeah. You got to think that Jimmy G will start. Most likely, unless they move him. I mean, that's still that's a that's a question for another day. But yeah, I, they're I've, probably going QB. You don't it, move into the top three without going. QB. You're set. I mean, they have the most talent of any team in the top ten. I mean, yeah. they they they're same friends arguably built like a team that should be drafting like twenty four to thirty two. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're a quarterback that goes there. You have. Arguably top three coach in the in the game. Yeah, you have great. You have the best tight end in football, arguably, and then you have some good weapons at running back, receipt. Like you have good skill position, and you have they have a hell of a defense. So it's not yeah. like you're going to be putting up thirty Niners points a game good this year. That whole division is just like there's no bad team, and that's the one thing. Hopefully, old bitch ass nine just does not win shit next year. <laughs> you get a good first rounder, but so. We move on. The draft to me doesn't really start because it's it's three QBs. Now, granted, oh, yes. you'll find out later why I care what the Niners do, but it's it's three QBs. The draft really doesn't start until Atlanta, in my opinion. Yeah. A lot of people are seeing Kyle Pitts. I know it's going to cost a lot of money for them if they want to move from Matt Ryan. They owe him still like a hundred million. Oh yeah, he's he's some dead weight. And NFL, there. for whatever reason, when you make trade, you can trade a guy, but you don't necessarily trade his salary. There's certain guys like you can't trade him unless you take on twenty million of dead cat. I think that's all bullshit. Whatever. But I've heard that Atlanta had, if they wanted to trade him, I think it's this year they would still, they'd have like thirty million in dead cap the next two years. I want to say. Yeah, no, it's it, like, it, that's it, just insane to me. It's in their best interest to keep Ryan. They really should keep Ryan, even though when you're picking the top four, it's hard to not go quarterback. All right, I excuse me, I I don't remember who the hell the the Falcons have at tackle, but why aren't they mocked to be taking Sew, uh, Sewell or Slater? Like, what's going on over there? If you're t- picking top four, that that you, is you, true. You take a QB a protector of a QB or a rusher of a QB. It's pretty simple in my opinion. You don't go corner at fucking three. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, like you said, it's you take a quarterback, offensive lineman, or edge rusher, or defensive lineman in the top five. Like, yes. Those are the three positions that you you grind. It. And, I mean, they got Jake Matthews at left tackle. I mean, he was a first-rounder, wasn't he? He was, out of Texas A&M, I yeah. remember. So that, that's who they got yeah, at left tackle Yeah, it's a good point, right but now. here's the thing. He's probably been, been in the league like six years. You never know. He might blow a tire and be done. You, you're sitting there in the top four. You got Panay Sewell staring at you. I, yeah. He, they're he, probably going pits. He was drafted in 2014. Another thing about the Falcons. They're, everyone talks about the Lions being the mystery team. Don't get me wrong. They are. But what about the Falcons, man? No one's talking about them trading back. I no think... No one's talking about them going offensive line. Like, what are we doing here? Pitts would be a nice move. I just feel like Atlanta... How close are you to winning? You you sucked last year, and I'm pretty sure they sucked the year before. Yeah, no, I think they are in the prime position to trade back because no one's no one's getting into the, into the top this three. Mocked at all? I'm not seeing this mocked I, at all. Me neither, and I, I think that's surprising because the top three are set in stone. San Fran traded up; they're not they're You're not trading a QB. back. No, I'm saying, but I'm saying no one's going to be able to get into the top three. Oh yeah, like, like yeah. the Jags aren't trading yeah. their pick. The Jets aren't trading, and San no. Fran traded up to get there, so they're not trading back. Exactly. So four is the first true position that you can move up to. So they're they're it's prime real estate, and like you said, they're kind of in a position of the Lions where they, they need talent. They're I mean they have probably better talent than the Lions. Don't get me wrong, but they, they've had a couple down years, and they just need picks and players. So why wouldn't you 
trade back to say 10, 15, whatever, and you just can still, rack up the picks. Trade back, you trade back with Carolina. Say Carolina. They did just trade for Darnold. Trade back with, say, Denver. At nine. nine. You very well could maybe still get pits. You could get pits, and you're you're going from four to nine. You would. I almost guarantee if you went back to nine, you're getting pits. Think about it. Since he's not doing that, Miami might, but they have Gusecki. Yeah, Miami, you know, highly Miami unlikely. Miami might. I don't see it. I don't see the Lions doing it. And Carolina. Carolina could. Carolina they're, could. they're a wild card. They, they could. I've seen a couple mocks where Pitt does go to Carolina. Yeah, you know what? You're right. But even then, right. I think in Atlanta's position, I think that's a, a risk you take. You drop from yeah. four to nine, you're getting, you're still getting a top ten pick. You're getting Denver's first round pick next year. And they need to shave money, by the way. Or save money. They or Shave, excuse me. they got to shave some money off of their salary cap because... I've been hearing that they might need to trade Julio Jones. I've seen that. So maybe you trade back to eight or nine. I mean, you trade back to nine with Denver. Cross your fingers. Hope to God Pitts is there. If not, you take you know whatever receiver you like, whether it's Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, whoever's there, one of those guys. Yeah. And trade Julio. You got the cap space. You move on. Yeah. I don't know. This is options for Atlanta. I feel like there's so many options, yet everyone thinks they're just going to pick there. And I, I just don't see that team... I don't think that particular team gets optimal value for the team they are picking at four. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I th- I think you're 100%. You're not getting optimal value. Um, five, Cincy. You I, would love to take Jamar Chase here if you're Cincy, right? Like, you would love it, but yeah. you can't. It, you it, can't. Yeah. You have to go Sewell or Slater. I, you have to. No, the, the beating that Joe Burrow took. Last year was, I mean, it was a crime. And they didn't really address it in free agency. You no. Need, you need to, the, the, Sewell basically has to go here. Maybe we get lucky and they and they uh, take, Slater. take Slater. They might like Slater better. I don't know. And, and regardless, I think since he should take yeah, offensive line. Yeah, since he's going to go offensive line, it'd be awesome if they could take Jamar Chase or even Pitts. It'd be awesome for them. But that's you know, just, but yeah. They it, have talent at wide out somewhat. I mean, yeah, they they got T. Higgins last year, and and receivers are a dime a dozen. Yeah, the, Miami, you got to think receiver, right? I think Miami takes receiver because their receiving core is pretty weak. But who do they have at offensive line? That's also true. They could take an offensive lineman too. I but I I, I just think I think with because Miami, correct me if I'm wrong, they have three first rounders this year, right? They do, but uh, it's like nineteen and twenty four the other ones. Or so I like think depending on how the, that organization looks at the team looks at their team and the draft overall, they might say, hey, we'll take the best wide receiver, say they take Chase, and I'm sure there's an offensive tackle they like at 19. I'm, I know it's not Yeah, no, you could still go and get like Derisaw or the uh, or, whatever the hell out of USC. Yeah, exactly. So I think they might hey, say, hey, you know what, let's take Chase, give, give two of the best receiver in the class, and hell, if they really wanted to trade up and say, say there's someone, they could... Well, here's the thing. I'm can, sorry I don't know every offensive lineman in the league, but... Miami, they clearly have somebody decent on their offensive line if they're not getting mocked to take an offensive lineman all the time. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And if they truly say, I mean, I'm not saying they will do this, but if they say they wanted to go chase and then say Slater's dropping to 11, if they were feeling frisky, they could package 19 and 24 and move up again. Yeah. If, if there exactly. was a guy they really liked that much, I'm not saying they would do that. Yeah, I, I think Mi- they'd Miami be- does go wide out. They'd be Miami better served as, yeah, I think, taking a And then maybe, out. like, speak, and not to get ahead of ourselves here, but maybe, like, double skill position, double down, get some, two of some guys, Najee Harris. Oh, 19, I like think that. that I think Najee Harris, that that's a very good possibility. Yeah. 
Hit, like Speaking of Najee, I could see him going to the Steelers, too. Anyway, now we get to our Detroit Lions, who, honestly, we're sitting here. There's four guys that I would like. Obviously, well, you know what, Brandon? Let's hear your dream scenario, assuming they don't trade down. Okay. You're sitting My, at seven. Okay, I'll give you two caveats here. My favorite player in the draft for the Lions, I like Micah Parsons. But... Dream scenario at seven. I don't really like Parsons at seven. I'd maybe in the ten to fifteen yeah, range. I like him. You're counting a trade back in there. But at seven, I I I like Slater or Sewell. I like Sewell. Yeah. Sewell one. He's the dream guy. Yeah. And then Slater two because he he's he's good. I oh, think he's, he's going to be a good. Top ten pick. Yeah. Slater's a top ten worthy pick. I I don't disagree at all. So I'm in the same boat. Power rankings. Those are my number one and two guys. Parsons at seven, and then four. The only cute because Wilson and Lawrence are gone. You know, obviously this dream scenario; those two guys are gone. I wouldn't even want Wilson. Justin Fields, if he's sitting there, I want him. Jared Goff, we have him. The guy, honestly, at the end of the day, the guy probably has. He's probably similar to Matthew Stafford in in total wins as a player. He's done more in this league than Matthew Stafford. Oh, by far. Line. He was only the first overall pick five years ago. I look at the Lions' QB position. We're playing with house money. We can give this guy a shot. I'd be fine with it. We could draft a quarterback and plan on getting rid of him. I'd be fine with it. Yeah. So, to me, Justin Fields, I've always liked him. If the Lions win Justin Fields there, I wouldn't mind it at all. Because the Lions in the next couple years have so many draft picks. If they were to take a chance on Justin Fields there at 7, I think they have the assets to surround him with with a team. See, I... I... I would hate quarterback there only because you have Goff. And I think, but to be fair, with Fields, I think he's the second-best quarterback in the class. Me too. So Everyone gets, everyone gets all drafty. And- so if they're going to go quarterback and they went Fields, I guess I could live with it. They, they take Lance or Mac Jones or whoever yeah, San Fran doesn't guys. take, I I would, I'd guys. be beyond upset. Yeah, those Fields, ones I wouldn't like. I guess I can live with because he is the guy that going into the year, I thought he'd be – Right behind Trevor Lawrence, I mean, and he's kind of slipped. So, I mean, there's a possibility he goes to three. But I, I think he's better than Zach Wilson. I agree. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't mind him there. Now, Lions in general, I think you're in a position where, like, you need to take either a QB or one of the big uglies at seven if you don't trade back. And then the second round, you can go a playmaker like a Rashad Bateman's still there. Elijah Moore is still there. Kadarius Toney's still there. Like, I do agree the Lions do need a receiver. But not in the first round. No, so when no, you see not that, when you yeah. see that shit mocked. You know, you see the Lions taking Jamar Chase. I would, I wouldn't be mad, but I would definitely. This is not the move I would make. Oh no, and that, that's the thing. It's kind of Jamar Chase is kind of like the Justin Fields pick. I, I don't think they should take quarterback or receiver. But if they got Fields, I could live with it. And they took Chase, I could live with it because I think he's the best receiver in the class. But like you said, receivers are there's so many guys. It's a deep receiver draft in a class where. I think I think you'd be better off suited taking somewhere else and taking a guy like you said any of those guys you just named in the second third yes. round. There are playmakers to be had in the second round. Bottom line, and I think that when you're you have to I think those skill position players are the guys you get last, man. Especially since you can get guys in the second round that are going to be just as good. As long as you put a guy in a good situation at a skilled position, he's going to thrive unless he absolutely sucks. Yeah. No, I'm I'm completely with you. I so mean, we have I have a few trade suggestions that I retweeted earlier today. I okay. want to read them to you, and I want to see which one you would take. Yeah, obviously, I'm... we're both on the page of the Lions should trade back. Okay, yeah. We got one right here. Washington 
we trade back to 19th overall and get their first rounder next year. I would love it. Okay, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate us. I, uh, well, you go back to 19, you get a JC Horn, right? And I understand they just took Okuda last year, but at 19, you can take a player like that, and now you have two young studs at this position. Just, just a suggestion, right? When you're when you're picking there, maybe they like Christian Darisaw at tackle. Maybe they move back and take him. Maybe they like Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, take him, you know, for DN. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's not my favorite deal, but let's hear the other two and we'll see what we'll right. go from there. The other one I'm not crazy about, just because I don't think the Lions are in a position. I just don't like roster player trades in general in the NFL. It's not baseball. It's not yeah. other sports. Roster players moving team to team. It's just. It's There's weird. far too many guys that can't handle a move. Yeah. Like I the number one sport where you know a guy can suck when he moves teams is football. Oh, without a doubt. So this pick would be in the division. So you'd be trading the Bears, their quarterback who's going to be dusting your ass for the next however many years cuz that's who they'd be taking. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We would get the 20th pick this year. We'd get their first rounder next year and we'd get Akeem Hicks. Now Akeem Hicks is good. It's just his pro- he's I listen to the Chicago uh, Barstool podcast. They talk about him all the time. He's They say he's the heart of their defense. Obviously, Cleo Max is their best player, but they say the actual straw that stirs the drink for them is Akeem Hicks. And he was injured a lot. Yeah, I say, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of injury. bad two years with injury. I, yeah. I'm not interested. He, he's injured. Yeah, he's got a lot of injury concerns. So and, I'm, I would honestly, if that's our only offer, I would consider and, it. And honestly, yeah. But I, as I, of right I, now, I'm taking Washington's over that. I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I would not do that, especially because Hicks is a little older, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he's in his he's probably early like 30s. He's 28, 29. That's old in the NFL. I'm just saying, yeah, by the time the Lions would do anything, I don't think he'd be productive. I saved the best for last. Okay. I think this is awesome, but I don't see it happening ever. So trade back with the Patriots to 15, get the, get their second rounder this year at 46, get their fourth rounder this year, and get their second rounder next year. So you get a whole basket of Easter eggs. I just don't see – more often than not, if you're trading for draft picks, you're a fucking idiot. And I just don't see Belichick doing that. However, I, I would love that deal. Oh, that is by far my favorite deal because that gives you this year you would have three picks in the top 50 – and then you said you get the second round next year, right? Yeah. So then now you're sitting at because you have the Rams pick, you'd have I mean what you'd have so you two first rounders in three seconds. Yeah. Or no, two seconds, right? It's just two seconds. This year? No, next year. Yeah. Next so yeah, you're you're getting back to back drafts with four picks. I, yeah, I, I'm with it, man. That that's by far the best deal. I I think that is something if you can acquire, I'm with you. But I also I'm on the same. Token as you is Belichick's not doing that, so I don't. Yeah. I think that's probably the least realistic out of the three, but it's by far my favorite. I agree. All right, so Lions are sitting there at seven. They take Sewell now. We move to the second round. I think your options are open as hell. Like if you take a basically, what are you looking at in the first round that would like piss you off? First round? Yeah. Like I said, I receiver or quarterback. Like those those would piss me off. I mean, if it's Fields or Chase, I won't. I mean, I'm not going to be happy, You're but getting a playmaker, so you can't like freak out. But that, that's but what I'm saying. That's like, not what you would do. It, it's they're they're my he's my favorite receiver in the class, and Fields is the best quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So at least if you're going to go that route, I'm with it. That if like because I don't want to take say you take the third say you take Waddle or someone like that. I don't want the third or fourth that best would, guy at the position yeah. in at, at pick seven. I see the Lions now. Obviously, I'm not reading tape watching tape or know what a good lineman looks like compared to a bad one really i just listen to based off what people say and they say that christian derisaw is a drop off steady drop off from sewell and slater 
I could very well see the Lions go Christian Derrissaw, pick seven, Slater on the board. I could that would piss me oh, off. Oh no, yeah, that would or that'd like, be upsetting. Devontae Smith's on the board. You take Jalen Waddle. Why why is Devontae Smith being so downplayed? The guy's Literally set the single-season SEC receiving yards record in a shortened year with no cupcakes. Dude. I'm, they did not play a single cupcake all year. They played SEC only and then college football playoff games. I'm with you, man. I mean, he, he put up – I mean, they were video game numbers. Yeah, I don't understand why – I feel like he's being downplayed for being the first wide receiver to win the Heisman since Desmond Howard. Bro. I mean, yeah, look, look at this. In 13 games, the man put up 18.56 for yards and 23 touchdowns. Like, that's – that's mind-boggling. Exactly. 117 catches. Yeah. In 13 games. Yeah, I just think if the Lions did something like that, for example, yeah, like they take Waddle, because already wide receiver, I'm triggered. But yeah. if it's Devontae Smith or Chase, I can, you know, I can look past it, I guess. But if you're taking Waddle at seven, that almost guarantees to me that one of those two guys are still on the board. So, yeah, I'd be mad. And then at seven, you go, say, like, Sertan. I wouldn't be mad, but... No, I'd be furious. I just feel like... You can't put, you can't go back to back drafts wasting top ten picks on, on corners. corners. You're right. You're right. You're I mean, right. my cousin kind of talked me into it the other day, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, it wouldn't be the end of the world." But if, you're if, right. the, if they if they took Sertain at fifteen, okay, I, I can live with it because now hopefully you solidify your secondary for the next five, ten years. But you didn't put two top ten picks, two top fifteens. That that's a little better, and you're getting more capital with it. I think I, I could live with it. Sertain at seven, no way. Drop back to 15, take Sertain or Horn, which Sertain probably won't be at 15. Horn, I can see it. But you can't take a, you can't go back-to-back draft classes as your number one pick, both top 10, mind you, at corner. All right. It's kind of like that run on wide receivers. You can't keep wasting all your picks on the same position. Right. So you got any sleepers in the draft at all or no? My my guy, and I know this, this could come into your – I know you do your dynasty rookie yeah. draft – I like Dwayne Eskridge out of uh, Western Michigan. Okay. He's he listed at five nine, buck eighty five, so he's a small guy. But all the guys this year. Are but same. but I I kind of comp him to I mean Tyree Kill is on the high end, but I think he could even be like a Tyler Lockett kind of guy. He's not your number one. Tyler Lockett's probably the most underrated receiver in this league. That, that's what I'm saying. He's he's not your number one. You still need a number one receiver. But if you take Eskridge late second, early third, whatever, and you find your top receiver somewhere else, I'm gonna be peeking him. He's that guy. I I would recommend him, man. I'm I think. Take him. He runs a four three. He's lightning, lightning quick. Puts up. He led. He led college in uh, all-purpose yards. Put up over two hundred thirteen yards per game. So he could kind of be a guy that yeah. he might not even contribute right away at the receiving end, but he could be kind of that spark that you're yeah. missing with Agnew gone now. And he's just a guy that I think will contribute no matter what you put him at. I agree. I agree. What about what about you? What do you got? Anyone? Okay, anyone so you're looking at? Obviously, like to be completely honest, defensive players. I'm in that dynasty league, right? So I I don't I'm. I'm all the way down to the seventh round with skill position players, but defensive players, I usually don't have many sleepers. However, I do have one on the offensive side of the ball. I'm going to eyeball him in my own draft. I like Pat Fryermuth, tight end out of Penn State. Not the fastest guy on the planet, but I think he's a guy that can contribute to your run game. He's strong as shit. He could be a Joe Fourier that like actually plays, just a red zone weapon. Great for matchups. I like the guy. I think he where if he goes to the right spot, I think he can be a good tight end. That's why I'm going to draft. Oh, him. I I love Fryermuth. I, I think he's a stud. Like, well, maybe not the Lions, but a team takes him and say the third, fourth round, I'd like it. I I think that would yeah if you could, because that would kind of go. I mean, I know they're getting away from the Patriot way, but if you can put two tight ends out there that are weapons, 
I think, like you said, he could be a nightmare matchup, especially in the red zone. And we know how bad the Lions are in the red zone. Yeah, got so well, we got a whole new team coming up this year. We have no idea what we're even. No, I know, but I'm just saying I historically they are bad. Picking the top ten again next year, though. Oh, I've seen mocks already where Lions are picking one. <laughs> like already looking at 2022 mocks. Like I love I, it. I, I've seen mocks already where they are projected the worst team of football. So, I, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Where Friar Muth is a guy. If you could, I, I think he's like a he's a day three guy yeah. for the Lions anyway. I mean, if someone wants to take a risk on him, third round. I won't. I wouldn't be upset with it. But Lions, if you could go like fourth through sixth round, if he's there, yeah. I, I would. I'd like that pick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, basically, what the Lions need to have out of this pick, out of this draft, in my opinion, you need three starters, and one of those guys has to be a top five player on your team. And I would even, I, I'd say that's minimum. And then you even got to go one of these guys in the fourth through say seventh round. They got to be a contributor. I'm not saying a guy that's like you said top five or even a starter, but a guy that you can come in. Maybe a nickel corner, a slot corner, just a special teamer guy that just a kick returner, someone that like an Agnew when you saw a couple years ago from yeah. when they drafted him, the draft you went to a Philly, just a guy that you look at him like, wow, this guy is making the team better. He contributes to the team. He's not the best guy on the team, but you can't expect that out of a, yeah, no, out of a day three guy. guy. You recognize a guy that you're not yes. going to read on draft day and like never hear from again. Exactly, exactly. But yes, I, I'm with you. I think three starters at minimum if you want this rebuild to be anywhere going into the right direction heading into the next year right any more comments on the draft no i think that's good man i just let's let's just throw your prediction out here if you have to gun to your head right now what do the lions do stay at seven or move Ooh. back oh to, uh, to, to wrap it up what what do they do they're gonna stay at seven and if they stay at seven who are they taking who, what's your two days prior to draft what do you got i see them oh, man. put the stamp on it right now I could maybe see them going, oh, God. I got three. Okay. I got Chase, Jamar Chase. Yep. Micah Parsons, or like a DN, whether it be like Gregory Russo or like Quiddy Pay. That's what I see them doing personally. Okay. But we'll see. I'd yeah. love to see them move back. Like that Patriots trade, I'd love to see something like that happen. Because at 15, you know, Parsons seems like the kind of guy that could maybe still be available at 15. Oh, yeah, he, he keeps dropping, I see. Yeah. So, And I'm, I'm with you. I think if I had to choose, I think they stay at seven, unfortunately. But you never know. The draft is wild. Hopefully, I'm Brad Holmes, he's a new GM. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Most, this is the most hard-to-predict draft I've ever seen. As far oh, as yeah. the Lions. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Big Hill Podcast, under both of those. Follow Life Takes, too, though. That's what we're part of. Bunch of our buddies, we make content whether it's um, kombucha glass of the night, kombucha glass of the night with Jake Griffith or Dave McCormick blogs all the time. Great blogs, Brian O'Donnie, great blogs. All these guys are great guys. Yeah, give man, they've follow, been dropping great blogs, man. Yeah, give it a follow, check it out, and uh, we'll see you. Peace.